It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Michael Reed on LMFM. Tuesday morning, the 5th of January. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The coronavirus is out of control, so rampant in communities across Europe that drastic measures are now necessary. Primary schools, secondary schools and colleges across England must move to remote permit provision from tomorrow, except for vulnerable children and the children of key workers. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Schools close in England today. Similar measures are in place in Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. The expectation now is that the schools here will remain closed for some period of time. The government is going to at least give further consideration to this. I myself was speaking to the Taoiseach this afternoon in relation to this. We have age specific incidents that in school going children is still below the level uh, the average in the population uh, is experiencing. It is increasing at a very, very quick, uh, fast rate. The Chief Medical Officer, Dr Tony Hulin, spelling out how seriously concerned public health officials are. We haven't been as concerned at any point in the whole pandemic as we are now. Uh, and the challenge that we face as a whole society is one that really has to concentrate the minds of everybody. Up until now, there's been a clear focus on keeping open services such as childcare, education and health services for non-COVID patients. But you can see the situation we're in now in terms of widespread transmission and extremely high rates of transmission that those high rates now represent a risk all of those objectives. The advice that's being given to public health officials from the European Centre for Disease Control is that closing schools reduces the incidence of COVID-19. The, the statement from ECDC is a statement of fact. Uh, I think the position that we have always tried to follow uh, over the course of the last six months or so was to do everything we could as a country to try to take all of the other measures we could take so as to allow us to continue to provide education. But up until now, the balancing act has been to try to keep schools open and at the same time keep the numbers low. The situation we find ourselves in now is that the transmission levels are very, very high uh, for the infection in the population. And even though the age-specific rates are lower in some of the school-going children than in the population overall, the reality is they've changed and increased very, very substantially. CMO Dr Tony Hulin. And while there has been less cases of COVID-19 amongst school children, there's a lot involved between getting to school and getting home and people young and old coming together when schools are open. The effect of keeping schools open or closing schools on the overall population level of transmission of the virus isn't simply a question of what happens in the schools. It's a question of what happens around and outside the schools as a consequence of the schools being open or closed. 
Professor Philip Nolan there. Eamon Dennehy is uh, the Vice President of ASTI, the Association of uh, Secondary Teachers in Ireland, and uh, joins us on uh, the line. Good morning to you, Eamon, and uh, thanks for joining us on uh, the programme this morning. Uh, I think it's clear, listening to the public health officials, uh, that the virus is so widespread that it's not possible to keep the schools open at this stage and that reopening them will have to be delayed for some period of time, however long that period of time may be. But the message isn't as clear from the politicians at this stage. You met with the minister yesterday. Tell us uh, what Norma Foley had to say to you. Well, uh, I I wasn't at that meeting personally, but the general secretary was there and uh, the the president was as well of the STI. And uh, yeah, they they weren't uh, very clear either or very satisfied with that meeting from what I can tell. And one of the things I think that surprised them was that there was no... uh, medical expert at that meeting that would, you know, just give the the background from the point of view of the, you know, the spread of the virus and uh, what uh, what measures might be required. Uh, and so, when you listen to the public officials, uh, health officials uh, this morning or last night, as I'm sure you were, like uh, a lot of us, uh, how concerned are you at the prospect of their advice being ignored? Yeah, I'd be very concerned about that because certainly the ASDI made up its mind a long time ago that we would do everything. We appreciate, you know, how important the education system is. We appreciate that. And we appreciate that it has to be an absolute priority to try and keep it uh, going and and, uh, and provide, uh, you know, provide education for the, for the young people of every age. We appreciate that. But in the current uh, situation, this virus seems to be after getting uh, uh, well out of control at this stage and every measure possible has to be do- taken to bring it under control. So, yeah, that, that'd be, that's where we're coming from with regard to this. So we, we always said that we'd listen to the medical advice, always. Mm. And that's, that's where we're coming from. We were concerned, all right, about noises before, we'll say, uh, before Christmas, when the medical advice was that, uh, you know, very strict measures would have to be taken. And as it turned out, they weren't because other considerations, other important considerations were taken into, were prioritised. Do you believe uh, that the schools should have uh, closed earlier? Should have closed, the schools Mm. should have closed earlier. No, it would have been issues outside of the schools. You know, even, you know, we we didn't lock down earlier on, so... Mm. Uh, it's inevitable. We're all experts now, I think, uh, myself included. (laughs) We know that if you open, but honestly, we we know that if you open, uh, open up society with this thing, uh, you know, uh, circulating, it's going to run rampant on you. Yeah, and that amateur expertise that we have all uh, become uh, familiar with over the uh, last uh, while uh, has made things somewhat confusing. I mean, if you take, for example, the restaurants and they say, uh, well, there's no evidence uh, of COVID uh, breaking out uh, in restaurants. Uh, There's been very uh, few uh, incidents of it. Uh, And then the public health experts will say, well, it's uh, just because people are coming together. Uh, And then you say, well, people are coming together at schools uh, and the public health experts say, well, there's no evidence of COVID in the schools. Yeah, well, well, there was. Before Christmas, there were mm. outbreaks and there have been the odd, uh, uh, you know, incident uh, in, in a lot of schools and serious incidents, as you can remember there before uh, Christmas, uh, certain schools did close and what have you. But, uh, yeah, you, ha- you, you had that. And uh, um, 
the, the, yeah, it was a little bit uh, confusing for us as well. For I'm, I'm a practicing teacher. Mm. You'd wonder how uh, it doesn't spread at all in a school than it does in, uh, a, like, say, a restaurant. Or, or a at the school gates uh, yeah. when the children are, are all coming together with their parents uh, quite often, uh, uh, particularly at primary schools and that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, and then there's transport, getting there and getting back and so on, as Philip Nolan was talking about a, a, yes. a moment ago. Uh, when, when do you think uh, schools should reopen at the earliest? Oh, well, uh, like that, I'm, uh, if I was to give, I'm an amateur expert mm. here, I think... But not next I mean, Monday, I, I would be. I would be very, uh, I'd be very inclined to listen closely to what Neffert tells us to do. I'd, I'd, I'd trust them on this. And when they say that uh, they feel it's, uh, you know, appropriate and it's safe, uh, hopefully they're, they're looking at the statistics and they are keeping a close eye. Mm. And when things are safe, we'll try to return as soon as possible because... Uh, there is no substitute for, uh, you know, uh, having the schools open. I accept mm-hmm. that completely. It is a priority. Of course it and is. Like, yeah. and, and, yeah. and I have to say as well, I mean, we did manage to keep them open since September, you know, without uh, relatively smoothly. And that was down to huge efforts by management and by teachers and by the students themselves. One of the remarkable things here is we quite often know in education talk about resilience of young people. They have shown great resilience. Mm. And, uh, you know, you have to admire them for oh, that. Oh, you do, don't you? I mean, it really is a hard time to be uh, a young person. It's a tough time. Yeah, yes. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah. All, all the normal things about growing up have gone out the window as uh, such. They have mm. for a very long time now. In their, and, you know, you have to think about their time frame as well. It's an, it's an eternity since this started for them now. Mm. Uh, for lots of them, yeah, indeed. Uh, I take it you'd be looking for some clarity sooner rather than later. We're hearing little bits of information like Tony Hulin saying there that he met with uh, the Taoiseach yesterday. Uh, and uh, between uh, the bits of information uh, and the drip feed of information and the leaks that we're getting, it would seem that Tony Hulin has said to the Taoiseach that the schools shouldn't reopen next Monday. That's put a, a different uh, slant on things uh, for Michal Martin. He's meeting with this subcommittee today and all indications are that when the Cabinet meets tomorrow, the recommendation from the subcommittee will be accepted by them to keep the schools closed up until the end of January. Would that be your expectation at this stage? I'm surprised at it, but as I said, what would guide me on this, and I think our association as well, is Mm -hmm. if that's what Tony Houlihan is is recommending and if that's what the people who have thought about this... You see, this virus seems to be a very seems to be, we know now, mm. it is an extremely serious situation. And actually, I was listening to something there on the radio this morning where I think this Fergus Finley was quoting uh, uh, the, the Irish rugby team at one stage. We have to do whatever it takes to get this uh, beast uh, uh, under control. And whatever it takes, uh, drastic measures probably are required. And the more drastic is what's the shorter term they're going to be. So, mm. you know, that's what it looks like. But how drastic in terms of education uh, and indeed uh, the uh, conditions, uh, the working conditions uh, for your members? Uh, because, I mean, if Tony Hoolan is saying the end of January, that's going to have a, a significant implication on uh, the school calendar. Uh, and it could go long past that. Uh, this could be up to the end of February uh, in reality. And uh, if you were listening uh, to the British Prime Minister, Yesterday, people would have heard Boris Johnson say this could impact on the exams. The exams this year may be cancelled in England. Uh, So what does that mean for students here? Uh, Does it mean that there's a risk to the exams or that the school year could be put back, let's say, uh, 
the students don't come back into classrooms until February? Uh, could it be uh, that they won't finish till the end of September? Well, look, I, those scenarios, I, I haven't thought about them. I, I, I hope we can uh, stick to some sort of a calendar for their sake to avoid, um, you know, total confusion and to- total chaos, perhaps even. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd imagine, and again, uh, I'm really only, I'm speculating here. I, I'd much prefer Tony Hoolan to answer mm. these questions than me. But, uh, yeah, I, I would be all in favour of trying to keep uh, things as normal as possible. Mm. Uh, that's what I would like to do. Okay. And, and well, what, what's your sense of things? I mean, uh, in terms of your members uh, uh, as uh, people you represent as a, a trade union, do you think that they would be able to look on January as a month's holiday and work September instead? No, it would, it would, it would, it would be the opposite, really, because we'll probably try to do some online teaching. Right. Uh, and that is uh, that is uh, that's actually very difficult and and not terribly effective sometimes because of the lack of resources. And that's where all of this gets very complicated now because like uh, other countries uh, we're going to be looking at special circumstances. There's there's going to be need uh, a need for online teaching which as you say is very complicated but there's special needs uh, children and then there's the children of essential workers uh, and schools may open in part for some of them. Again I I mean none of this is within my Mm. gift Uh, you know honestly I Mm. We'll take definitely my priority here. uh, My thinking around all of this would be education is absolutely essential, and it's absolutely essential that we get this virus under control. I accept both of those, and they're almost, uh, you know, directly opposite at at points. Mm. But, uh, you know, can you do one and do the other at the same time? And to a certain extent, you can't. So there probably is need for what we would call the total lockdown or whatever, and hopefully that will bring the thing back under control. Mm. Uh, Having a proper leaving cert, I think, is a very important uh, objective. I think we should try to do it. Is it possible? I don't know. Hopefully the the vaccine and what have you, maybe that will relieve things in in a little while. I don't know. But uh, it's it's very hard to speculate. But our, our bottom line would be, yes, we'd like to see the schools kept open, uh, but we accept, and indeed we, we know now, that we need maybe to take a pause here so that this uh, virus, which is running out of control, can be brought back uh, uh, under control. It really is and, a, a balancing act, isn't it? It, it, it is a huge balance, mm. and, and at the same time, you know, I have great sympathy for mm. for anybody who's, who's tasked with uh, making these decisions. This mm. is not going to be easy. No, getting uh, that balance is next to impossible. It, it's yeah. extremely mm. difficult, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but I have to say at the same time, you know, uh, schools were safe places. They were as safe as they could possibly be because everybody prioritised this, including, and again, I have to say it, I said it already, but including the students and mm. their parents indeed. Yeah who obviously take, took great care that their kids weren't wandering around and congregating in the wrong places. That's how we got through mm. three, three, three months of, uh, of, second, of second level school and first level as well, mm. you know, which was a tribute to everybody involved. But it has broken out now into the spread in the wider community. And it's probably not possible to protect the schools now because it's so... Uh, do you know, it's, it's so vigorous now outside the school gate. So. Mm, yeah. 
Well, absolutely. We have to close down for as little time as possible. Well, it, 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 seem, it seems that way. And for parents listening to us, uh, I think it's probably advisable to at least have some sort of contingency contingency plan in place uh, because uh, if uh, they've uh, got uh, childcare issues or, or, or stuff like that that they need to think about, uh, we can't say with any certainty that the schools won't reopen uh, on Monday. We won't know that until the announcement is made, but it's expected. Today, yeah. yeah, but that, that that is the expectation at this stage. It is the expectation, and look, it seems logical as well, honestly, you know, at this stage. But as well as that, uh, um, it's very important that the education system does continue, uh, even online. And we, the ASTI certainly made lots of statements earlier and sought uh, improvement of uh, IT provision and stuff for students and for teachers and what have you. And we've been talking about that for the last three months, because it was obvious that a plan B was going to be necessary here. Mm. And the plan B was going to be online teaching. And more should have been done to prepare that, really, in fairness. Okay, we'll leave there. And thank you indeed for okay. speaking to us uh, this morning. Eamon Dennehy is uh, the Vice President of ASTI, that's uh, the Association of uh, Secondary School Teachers in Ireland. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.